Jesus saves. Hallelujah. He is risen. Come on, bring it on. Jesus said, The Son of Man must suffer many things, be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and he must be killed, and on the third day he will rise again. Peter said, For Christ suffered once for the sins of the world, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring us back to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. That is the story of Easter. We are so glad you are joining us today to worship here in these rooms. And those of you joining online, if this is your first time, welcome, welcome. Or if you are just visiting or you are returning and continuing, we are so glad you are all here. We are here because you are going to get the greatest message in the whole world. Not from me, but from the scriptures, okay? Easter is a time that we celebrate that message. How did we get here? For the last couple of over 40 days, we started with Ash Wednesday. And during Ash Wednesday, we continued to pray. Some of us used Seek God for the City, and we prayed for every nation on planet Earth so that some can know uh, the gospel, others will preach the gospel, or others will just encourage. So if you are from any other nation in this room or online, some of us have prayed for you in this past uh, 40 days in Easter. Then from Ash Wednesday, we got to come to Palm Sunday, you know, where the king himself walked through the streets of Jerusalem. But after a week, he was crucified. He was executed. He was killed. The King Jesus himself. Good Friday, sad, somber, Sorry day. The king who came to give life, he did not have life. He was put in the tomb. You You heard the story. No other leader had come to live and to die and to live again. But Jesus Christ did. That's his message we're going to be talking about today. Yesterday we did something amazing in the, in the life of Northland for some in person and those of you who joined us online will call it Holy Saturday, Silent Saturday. We walked through stations of the cross here just to get that experience. Thank you for joining us with that online and in person. So today we want to continue to look at the message that this Christ who died and what does Easter, why should I be celebrating Easter? We love it because spring comes with new lives. Spring comes with beauty. You know, I love all the kids. They dress them up. My wife and I just think about somebody over there. They had two daughters. They just reminded us, you know, 20 years ago, dressing those girls and coming to church. Yes, the beauty, the everything we want to do for Easter. But the big question is, why all this? Why are we going through all of this? It's just to feel good and have a great time as a church. That's okay to have that. But there's a reason for us to have that because there's a story to be, tell, to be told. You will find your meaning in life, your purpose in life. You will see the greatest authority in your life if only you get this Easter message. And those are the three things I want to cover. What is the message of the resurrection 
Why do I have to believe it? There are many things people could believe. People believe a lot these days. There are so many progressive and different theories that people just go about. But we know this is the only message that brings transformation. And I want to declare that to you today so that you can be part of passing on that message and transforming people. When Jesus Christ came this first time, he died and it was like game over. Satan thought he had won. No, but we are here to say we have the victory that reigns today. If you know the history of, of, of World War, after, during uh, World War II, June 1944, the Allied troops landed on Normandy Beach. That was a beachhead to go into Europe, World War II. They landed on that beach to make a way, the Allied forces, France, America, uh, Japan, and all of those, they were going to try to defeat Germany. They landed there. That was D-Day. Just a decision was made that day to do that. But later on, it took up to September of the next year, 1945, that it was V-Day, Victory in Europe Day. Anyone hearing me, if you fought in those war wars, Thank you, you gave us a meaning to be a nation. But from D-Day to, to V-Day, to Victory Day, the ultimate victory, battles needed to be won. When Jesus died, he came the first time, he died, and he won the victory for all who believe in him. But until he will return the second time, hope you'll be ready for that, or he takes you home. We are in this battle, but we have victory on the side of Jesus. So what we are going to look at, what is the message if I am waiting for Jesus? If V-Day, ultimate victory day is going to come, there's a message. So come with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. We're going to look at some verses on your phone, on your tablet, so if you have your hard copy Bible. We're going to look at the gospel, the resurrection gospel, the message that every one of you hearing me, if you know Jesus Christ, you believe in him, this is the message that brings transformation. We should be about proclaiming this message. We should be about the people who are gossiping the gospel. So what is the gospel message? Let's uh, we'll look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 to 4. And this is the message that Paul is writing to these people who were doubted. Somebody died, it means nothing. And this is what he writes. Now, brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel that is the good news I preach to you, which you receive on which you have taken your stand. Stand for no other truth in this world but the truth of this gospel message of Jesus Christ. Never changing. By the gospel, you are saved. That means you trust Jesus, you experience salvation, you're going in one direction, and you repent and you turn. That's what salvation is. You trust Jesus Christ for your life. And it says, um, I preach to you, otherwise you have believed in vain. And that's what Paul is given here. For what I receive, I pass on to you of first importance. Get that? First important, that this is the most important message that Easter is about while you're here or listening to us online. Christ died for our sins. Brothers and sisters, sin is evil, is wrongdoing, is falling short of the standard of God. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That is what has made this world a wreck. That is what has broken the world because all have sinned and fallen short. And Paul said that's the gospel 
that I that that's why Christ died. That is why God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Jesus Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures. The one story, the one Scripture we've been talking about is always leading one story, one Scripture, one Savior. That's the only Savior that died for us. Nobody else can die and give you life. No one. No money you cannot buy. It. Only Jesus. He died a Saturday, Good Friday. He was buried and he rose on the third day. Jesus broke forth from that tomb as we had the story. People who were depressed and they were sorry, Jesus gave them life according to the scriptures. That is the gospel and that is the most important message. The most significant pillars of any faith is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Have you experienced his love? Do you know him? If you've not, this could be your decision moment. We'll get to that shortly. So he brings us redemption. He brings us salvation. He brings us life. Only Jesus Christ. So that's the message. It's not about a church. It's not about an organization. The message is the good news. God loved the world. Jesus came. He died. He was buried. He rose again. That's the good news. That is the gospel. The reason why we believe this good news about Jesus' death, burial, and bodily resurrection, in history there are many proofs that it can show that. When you go to the Holy Land, you can even experience that. But let me get to the second point where we talk about why do we believe in the resurrection? You know, the Jews, the Romans, the Gentiles, they were all looking for a proof. Some of you likes evidence. You know, there are many people who wanted to disrupt the, the resurrection, Frank Morrison, he got saved. You know, who moved the stone as he researched. But here are some things in the scriptures in 1 Corinthians 15, 5 to 8. He appeared to Cephas, Peter, this guy who lied, this guy who wept. Jesus had to see him face to face so that he can believe. He appeared to him. And on the, on the day of Pentecost, he was preaching. The guy was a coward. He was bold to declare the gospel. He appeared to the 12. You know, Judas had died, but he added one more, and so there were 12. He applied to more than 500 of, of brothers and sisters at the same time. And he appeared to James, his half-brother, and the apostles. He appeared to these people. And the last of all, he appeared to Paul himself, who is writing this. This is a proof. This story is true. We are here, we who believe in him and trust him, we can trust that message because he has transformed our life. Will you consider the transformation he will bring to you? But we also see that the, the cross was there. He carried it. The tomb was empty. You heard the readings from our sister. The tomb was empty. What evidence more do you need? But also he, he went with them to Galilee. And on the mountainside of Galilee... He ascended into heaven. He's coming back. That's why we're given this message. It's not just a good story. He's coming back. And you and I should be about the business telling the story. Jesus lived. He died. He rose again and prophecies are fulfilled. So as Christians, we need to be very clear about this. As a church, you need to be very clear. That's why we're here. It's not about having a fancy name or whatever. But it is to know that the church exists to declare the message of Jesus Christ first and foremost so that we can engage people, engaging people to be fully alive in Jesus. 
Now let me take you to why I say the victory reigns in the resurrection. Paul is telling us what are the activities that we are engaging, that what are the activities that the Christian engages in to know that this message is true, this message is real. Go and tell the, the message. Chapter 15, verse, we'll start from verse 11, and he's going to be talking about the preaching. So I'll give you a chart here that you can look at. Paul says, I believe this message because it reigns everywhere that preaching is not useless. Some people were just thinking, they just blah, blah, blah. No. Preaching is useful. Why? Because it can cause people to believe and belong to the kingdom of God. Can you imagine millions of people today, if you're behind time zone, they've already celebrated a message that you believe and you belong and you behave the right way. That is the message of Easter. That is the message that the preaching of the word of God brings is very useful. Our faith is not foolish. Paul says there, if it has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. No, Paul says no. Uh, verse 15, more than that, we have found that it's a false witness. No, the witness is not false, it's trustworthy. If, if I can see my faith is beneficial because of transformation, if I can see my faith gives me new life that I can live, that I can start my spring life, then preaching is beneficial and the witness. I hope the witness you and I declare to our non-Christian friends, that witness is trustworthy. Sin is not lasting. God's love for us that sin has been subdued. Freedom and forgiveness can come. When you believe the gospel, when we believe this book and the message of salvation, forgiveness comes. There's no sin. Paul, writing this, will say that he was the chief of sinners, but he was forgiven and he lived in freedom forever. And sin cannot last. Will you trust that message? Death, destructive? Oh no. Death is defeated because Jesus is alive. You know, many of us have lost loved ones this year and friends and, and other people that we really, really follow Jesus. You look at them and you said, oh, they died. You walk in the graveyard. You know, you can see gravestones. But death is not destructive because Jesus conquered death when he rose from the grave. No other faith, no other leader in the world has ever died and come back to life. And he can give life. John Stott said, we live and we die. Jesus lived, he died, he rose again. Anyone who put their trust, who follow him, that will never conquer you. And finally, we are not afraid. And he says here, Paul says here in verse 18, 16, 1 Corinthians 15, for the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still living in your sins. Then those who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. We are not lost. We have hope. We mourn the loss of a loved one because it's difficult, it's separation, but death gives us a hope and a future. We're not people who are pitiful. People think our Christianity is a weak religion. It's the other. You talk to the skeptic, the agnostic, the people who are just bringing Christianity down. How is it working for them? How is it working for them? Double check that. So you have to make a decision if you want this hope and this life to live forever, to be fully alive in Jesus, is to trust the victory that the message of salvation comes. 
So if we know all of this, if we believe all of this, if this is the story we can believe the gospel, what am I supposed to do as a Christian? If this is Jesus, as we heard song, only Jesus saves. No other way. If a house is on fire, there's just one way out, and you go in the opposite direction, well, there's something else you will say. Only Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. That is the message of Easter. That is the message of victory that the Christian has. So because of Easter, here are a couple of things I want to submit that we seriously consider because of Easter. Number one, you may be here, this message is new to you. We are glad you are with us. Keep inquiring about the Christian faith. The Bible is absolute truth as we hold on to here and many other Christians. Keep inquiring about the Christian life because when you inquire, you will experience the salvation that Jesus gives. You will experience a new life. Paul says, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection, becoming like him in his death, and also, you know, following in his suffering. Inquire about Jesus and be committed. Second, if you've heard this message today, we need to go and tell. We have many other things we can tell people to believe, but it says, you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. That's the message that can go global. Today, even with, with pandemic, there's a new way of evangelizing people, technology evangelism. Every media we can use. That's why some of you can hear me right now, because there are ways the message goes. We need to go and tell, because Romans 1, 16 and 17 says, I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God unto salvation. No other message I'll be ever ashamed of, but to declare Jesus Christ the way, the truth, and the life. But Jesus, he said this to them when he was alive, that this gospel will be preached as a witness to all nations, then the end will come. But Jesus also said to them as he was taken into heaven, Matthew 28, we want to be a church that is a great commissions church, a church that is about what Jesus said in Matthew 28, go and make disciples. That means get people who are following and learning about Jesus. If you love Jesus, you are part of a great Bible study and all the good stuff that you should be making disciples. You should be calling people, whether your friends are not Christians or not, you should be engaging them to know about the good news. That is what he has said to us because no other message is going to last. There are people who have conquered the world. They've done everything. And let me tell you about Alexander the Great. He conquered nations, been to the city, even named after him in Alexandria, Egypt. Great conqueror. He was returning after one of his great conquests. He got sick. And he calls his generals to them. He said, I have three wishes that you should, take, you should follow through when I die. Oh, what is that? Because they have to do it. Number one, Alexander the Great said, when I die, I'm sick. We don't, they don't know what was wrong with him. So when I'm sick and I die, I want the people who we carry in my coffin should be my doctors. So the doctors, we have to carry his coffin so that they can know, man, we couldn't heal this man. He's dead. Alexander the Great conquered everything. He couldn't conquer death and sickness because he didn't know the one that had it. Wish number two. 
He said, as you take me to my graveyard, I want on that road that everybody will see my precious gold and silver, all the precious stones I've gathered, so that people will know that I didn't take them with me. And the generals are going to follow through on that. Number three, Alexander the Great said, when you are taking me in my coffin and all the gold and silver and precious things on this, I want you in my coffin that my hands are dangling out, that I came into this wall, I could carry nothing. Nothing. What are you holding to? What is the message you have? What is the hope you have? What is the future you have, the purpose and meaning in life that you can say, I got Jesus, I got his message, I can go out to. We are to be people of this message that saves. So what decision can you make today? What can you be doubting? Here's what I want to call us to a couple of things that we can consider today. A decision that you can make right here in person or online, or you really have to ponder it. Because Easter is not just for the niceties. Easter is to be people of the message that is proclaimed. Number one, these are the following things. Let's see the last slide there that tells us what decision that you and I, we have to make today. The first one, if you are not ready, I will challenge you to pursue Christianity. I will challenge you, you can read the Bible, you can talk to people. There's no other faith that if you, don't, if you are not ready, you can pursue, it will change your life. Second, if you are not ready, you keep, so, if you are ready, today may be your salvation day. You will believe that God loves me, Jesus died for me. I can confess and repent and simply mean I can be going this way and I can turn around and receive and trust Jesus as my Savior. If you are ready, this is your day, wherever you are with us right now. Third, maybe you re need to recommit. You've not been walking with Jesus. You know, you've not really been pursuing the one that loves you. You're backsliding. You know, all the things of this world have taken your attention. God's love for you is amazing. And the love for those who you know are believers. Can you return? Can you come back? Will that be your Easter decision? And say, Lord, I can recommit my life. He's waiting for you. Today will be your day. And finally, if you believe all of this, this Easter resurrection message, I want you to rise up. Rise up and be committed to the mandate that Jesus gave to every believer. Go and make disciples. Start to tell others about it. Let you be the one that is involved in the activities of transformation. Rise up and be disciple. We have created a way that you can be part of this. At the church here, we've been talking about if you really want to connect, you can go to the, the, the number we have there, 9700. You could text to 97000, disciple maker, one word. Just text that word. You can do that right now on your phone. If you're really seeking God, we'll be able to help you in any one of those decisions you are making. Jesus came that I might have life and have it abundantly. I don't know where you are as you listen to us, but you need to make a decision. Recommit, ready or not ready, pursue Christ. Or you want to say, I want to have other followers of Jesus. Could you see what the rest of 2021 would be like if each one of us are disciple makers? 
So let's just take this as a sacred moment and you pray whatever decision God has laid on your heart. Please join me in prayer. King Jesus, you're the only one we can commit to at this time of Easter. King Jesus, you're the only one we can trust. So there's somebody right now, Lord, who needs to say, Lord, forgive me of my sins. You love that person. You can forgive them right this moment. Or we know somebody who's been struggling with his walk with Jesus Christ. Some things may have derailed them. You still love them and you're reaching out to them. May they come, may they return to the living water. Jesus that satisfies. Jesus that is exalted. Father, those who know Jesus, may today be the day that they will say, I will rise up to be a disciple following Jesus and making disciples. So Lord, now, next in these moments, as we worship you, May you seal those decisions in Jesus' name. Amen.